We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Homer and Jim McElvain at the Cole Center in Madison. It is Marquette against... What actually is it? All right, now it is Marquette against... UW-Madison Badgers. There you go. Uh... It's always special. It's special to me when the teams and the schools are better, and they have been for a number of years. So the game's important, not just because Marquette, Wisconsin, but because it's a big game when two good teams play anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting. Most of the matchups between these two teams in recent years have featured one or both teams being ranked in the top 25. This year, that's not the case, but... Uh, that may make this matchup more important than ever because both these teams could really use a quality win against a good opponent. I don't see how Wisconsin could handle another loss at home. Bo Ryan in his 15th year at the Kohl Center, 214-24. and 24. You used to talk about, has you, have you ever won at the Kohl Center? We've won once. They have lost two games at home this year, including their last one. To another UW school. Correct. So this is something they have not experienced 
in a long time. And, and it's been a while since they've lost to UW-Milwaukee 22 overall. years. Starting lineup, first of all, for Wisconsin under head coach Bo Ryan in his 15th year. At a guard, Zach Showalter, 6'2", junior, 8 points, 5 rebounds. At a guard, Bronson Koenig, 6'4", junior, 16 points, 3 rebounds. Inside, at a forward, Nigel Hay, 6'8", junior, leading scorer, 17 points, 6.5 rebounds. Ethan Happ, a 6'9", redshirt freshman, 11 points, 9 rebounds. And Vito Brown, a 6'8", junior, 9 points and 6 rebounds. They have a bench, but they might as well not have one because they don't use it. These guys, especially Keenick and Hayes, play massive minutes. Marquette does not have a player playing more than 30 minutes. What do they have? At least three starters playing more than 30 minutes. Yeah, and they really only go seven deep. It, it gets really thin after that. But as we've seen with these Madison teams in the past, they just don't get into foul trouble very often. They have a, a, an ability to play without fouling, although that wasn't the case against UW-Milwaukee. Uh, Nigel Hayes, 36 minutes. Bronson Koenig, 35 minutes. Zach Showalter, 35 minutes. Three guys. I We can go back and look at teams. You don't see that very often. No. For no. Marquette, the starting lineup as it's been, at a guard, six-foot freshman Tracy Carter, six points, four rebounds, five and a half assists out of Philadelphia. Hanif Cheatham, six-eight freshman out of Fort Lauderdale, ten points, three rebounds, incredible shooting percentages, starting from 55% from the field and 64% from long range. Sandy Cohen, the third, six-six sophomore out of Seymour, nine points, four rebounds, and he had a career-high 24. But more than that, he had 17 points in the first seven minutes in the win over San Jose State. Henry Allenson, the 6'11 freshman out of Rice Lake, 17 points, nine rebounds a game, and Luke Fisher, the 6'11 junior out of Germantown, 14 and a half points, eight rebounds. And what maybe have known, I don't know the record for other years, but you have 15 Wisconsin players on these two teams, and I think as many as we've seen, and kids, well, first of all, Luke Fisher and Zach Showalter played as teammates. I don't know how often that's happened in Wisconsin, Marquette playing now on opposing teams. Yeah, quite a few guys that have some level of connections to each other uh, and, and even against playing against each other. Luke Fisher played against uh, Bronson and, and T.J. Schlunt, whose dad, uh, Terrell, is a former Marquette player. And obviously the Ellenson's dad is a former Badger and former Marquette player. There aren't many of those. No, not not many. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's great to see so much homegrown talent on both teams uh, and performing in front of their, their home state crowds. Keep the talent at home, Homer. Yes, especially if it's good. Yeah. Hap will jump up against Luke Fisher. We are playing basketball in Madison. The open, opening tap goes to Wisconsin. Bronson Koenig will bring it up right side. Vito Brown, they stay beyond the three-point line. Koenig has the top of the circle. They circle against Marquette man-to-man. Koenig has it now. 12 to shoot, he's 35 feet away, still dribbling left of the arc, still outside, top of the circle, Vito Brown now, Nigel Hayes 12 feet away, right of the lane, backing, spinning, turning, the jumper is off the rim twice, no good, rebound pulled down by Marquette and Henry Ellison. He'll give it to Tracy Carter, over the top, Luke Fisher, stolen away by Vito Brown in Wisconsin. Tough angle on that pass. Bronson Koenig in the front court, no score. We're still in the first minute. Koenig 30 feet away. Showalter wide left outside the arc, drives baseline, shut off, has to throw back up top. 
Beto Brown will try a 16-footer. No rebound. No good. The rebound flying for it is Nigel Hayes. He couldn't finish, and he's late getting down court. It's five on four, but Marquette turns it away. Cohen had it knocked away. Wisconsin has it right back still. No score. Koenig to the foul line, and he's bumped and fouled by Tracy Carter. And Matt can explain that perimeter foul because Koenig creating the contact, yet the foul still goes against Carter. Yeah, it's you, you've got to be ready to defend as soon as that ball comes over center court. And, and you can't let one mistake with the turnover at one end compound into another one, a foul at that end. Perimeter passing by Wisconsin on the inbounds. Koenig 25 feet away, top of the circle. Spins uses a high screen, still outside the arc center of the court. Now needs help. Hap touching the ball now, 16 feet away at the foul line. Back outside Koenig. No score. We played a minute and a half. We get another foul on yep, uh, Carter. That was on Tracy Carter. And that no, was, that can't be on Carter. That's two on Carter. That That's was, not legal. That was stunning. You know, Steve Wojciechowski was right there watching that play unfold. You saw his reaction. He couldn't believe. But as, as you watch the replay... Carter did have his hand on the stomach, and when Koenig did the cross-through, that's where he really showed the foul. Carter has to sit down. Dwayne Wilson comes in. Koenig, still nobody has scored. We played a minute and a half. They dump it half, eight feet away, left of the lane. Two, three dribbles against Fisher. Five dribbles, spins, turns, half shoots, misses the four-footer. Rebound Marquette, Henry Allenson rebounding. He's already in the front court. Top of the circle, on a drive in the lane with the left hand. Banks it up and in. Candy Graham from Mungo. <laughs> Do you make a list of these at the end of a game so people can know all of them and what they're from? No, if they know it, they know it. If they nah, don't, we're going to change don't. that. This is too important. 2-0 Marquette, Hap outside the arc, everything on the perimeter. Zach Showalter in from the right to the basket, kicks out to Hayes in the corner. Won't take the three now, low block left side Showalter, back out to Koenig, up top Vito Brown. Now Hap, eight feet away, spins, turns with a left hand to the basket, banks it up and in, Ethan Hap ties the game. And I don't know that he's going to be the next Frank Kaminsky, but Ethan Hap has a very nice low post game. He's the kind of guy you really want to double down on when he gets the ball and not give him room to operate. 6'9", a redshirt freshman. Looks like he might be a little taller than that. Cheatham on a drive in the lane to the basket. Leaves it up and in with a left hand coming from the top of the circle. Usually drives along the baseline. Now he's showing us straight to the hoop from the center of the court. 4-2 Marquette. About three minutes in. Canning the standing dribble 40 feet away. Marquette without Tracy Carter. He's on the bench with two fouls. And Wisconsin's way away from the hoop. Hayes has it wide left, way beyond the three-point line. Couple of dribbles. And now he'll pull up, try the three. No good. Rebound comes to Marquette and Cheatham. He's welcome to it. He and Brown both like to shoot those jump shots from above the foul line. And I don't see them making a lot of them. Luke Fisher, two, three dribbles against Brown. Or excuse me, Henry Allison. Spins, turns with the left hand. Oh, that was curious. Missed about well, a six-foot runner. I think I part of that was just a test to see if they were going to come down and double on him, and I think he'll make a different move next time if that's the case. That was new. We hadn't seen that one before. He had the first basket. Now they dump it inside to half. Back outside, Brown. Open 16-footer. Nobody on him, and Vito Brown hits it, and we're tied at 4-all. He makes me eat my words just after I said I watched him shoot a bunch of those against UW-Milwaukee, and he missed a bunch. He's knocked one down from the foul line extended. Well, the number for Vito Brown would say you're right. 38% overall, 24% from three-point shooting. So I think in general, you like him to shoot. And games they lost at home, Western Illinois and Wisconsin, Milwaukee, they shot 
uh, under 40%, about 36%, you're not going to win and, all your games you shoot like that. And I that. know Bull likes to have his big shoot threes, but from what I've seen from Brown, and it's granted been a limited sample size, it just doesn't seem like that's the best shot for him to take. We had a delay, and I'm not sure why, but it doesn't matter because the game's tied. Marquette 4, Wisconsin 4, we're four minutes in. Cheatham running the offense wide right. Dwayne Wilson now. Low block right side. Luke Fisher back to the basket. One, two, three, four dribbles. Hooks with the left hand, shoots and scores. Nicely done. And if the Badgers don't double on the post, that should be what Luke and Henry Ellenson do all afternoon long. They're popular with the left hand. Their last three shots, the two of them have all been left-handed. Wide left, Nigel Hayes beyond the three-point line. A couple of dribbles. Marquette up 6-4. Vito Brown, 12 feet away, left of the lane. One couple dribbles off the half. He'll drive in the lane, throws up the shot off the glass. No good. Rebound comes to Marquette. Dwayne Wilson pulls it down, and he'll bring it up in the front court. Marquette leading 6-4 with a basketball. Wilson still dribbling. Free throw line in the lane, left of the basket, and he's called for a travel as he tried to pass it into Luke Fisher. Was it a travel, Matt? It was. I, I think he had the right intent and knew what he wanted to do. It just his feet got away from Should've him a little bit. Should have just jump stop and then make the pass. Yep. Wisconsin will have it when we return. 15-21 left first half. It is Marquette 6, and who are they again? UW-Madison. UW-Madison 4. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. U.S. Bank provides custom solutions to help you grow your business. Whether you've just started in a friend's apartment. What do you mean there's no printer? Or opened your first office. We have a printer. Or maybe you've opened a new location. We have so many printers. You'll have a business banker there to guide you every step of the way. Visit your local U.S. Bank branch or usbank.com slash business. Credit products are subject to normal credit approval and program guidelines. Some restrictions and fees may apply. See your banker for details. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Training for a triathlon takes hard work and commitment. While it may be tempting to try and do more, you'll actually get better results if you balance your running, swimming, and biking workouts with plenty of rest. You know what else can help? Low-fat chocolate milk. Scientifically proven to help athletes refuel, rehydrate, and recover. Low-fat chocolate milk can give you the strength you need to keep your training on track. Learn more about how chocolate milk can help you maximize your training at winwithchocolatemilk.com. Brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. You're grilling for everyone on game day, and people are so hungry they're hangry, and they're thirsty, which makes them throngry. And you get an idea. You remember Coors Light's bottled cold, so you pass some cold ones out, and suddenly it's like they're snowboarding in the Rockies, leaving the peaks of throngry down the slopes of all yes. Well done. Time for Coors Light. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. When you crack open a Rocky Mountain cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Homer and Jim McElvaney in Madison, where Marquette leads UW-Madison 6-4, 15-21 left. First half, today's game brought to you in part by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, reminding you, don't just eat cheese, eat Wisconsin cheese. Seems to me in the lower bowl, we see more of the Marquette gold than I can remember in uh, recent games. There's, there's a fair amount of those. Recent games here. Yeah. yeah. Some of that might be security and, and food vendors, but there is <laughs> a fair amount, especially over in the student section. It's and, and there always seems to be a couple that sneak in there, and I'm not sure how that happens either at Marquette or out here in Madison. 15-21 left first half. Marquette leading UW-Madison 6-4. Marquette 3-4 of four shooting. Wisconsin 2-8. of eight. So, by the way, if you're going to beat Wisconsin at home, 
You want them to score 67 points. They had 67 in the loss to Western Illinois and UWM. That would be weird. Wisconsin with the basketball. Showalter, 30 feet away, center of the court. Nigel Hayes won't take the three, instead drives on Cohen, then tries to throw it inside, and they throw it away. A good pass, but Ethan Happ was not ready for it. So Marquette will bring it up on the turnover. And we watched a couple possessions now with Hayes and Happ both putting the ball on the floor and trying to make things happen in the lane, facing up to the basket. I'm not sure that's their best option offensively. Against the typical man-to-man of Bo Ryan, Dwayne Wilson, 12 feet away, left of the lane, back outside. Henry Allison further out back to Dwayne Wilson. He'll drive to the free throw line, fakes, throws back outside the arc, right side to Cohen. Now wide right, it's Wilson. Wilson, they've got seven to shoot. They throw it in the corner for Henry Allison. It's knocked out of bounds by Happ, and it will be Marquette basketball, but only six to shoot. So right now, at least on that possession, it was Ethan Happ guarding Henry Allison. Marquette has it. Cheatham 12 feet away in the corner. Henry Allison is shot partially blocked. He goes down, Hap goes down, the ball was short of the rim. Shot clock violation, but not called because Wisconsin got the ball before the buzzer. Caning has it in the front court, 17 feet away. Ethan Brown tries again, no good. Hap has the rebound, his left-handed follow is good. We are tied at six all. Now Vito Brown getting back to those missed foul line jumpers that I saw in other games, but you got to keep Hap off the glass. Luke Fisher, right of the lane, two, three, four, five dribbles, spinning, turning with a left hand, shoots and misses, rims out, rebound to half, game tied six all, we're six minutes in. I think you keep making that post yep. move until they figure out a way to stop it. Hayes back outside, Bronson Caning back to Hayes, 12 feet away, Marquette doubles, he splits it, has in the lane, back outside to Brown, now off to half, he can't finish inside left, he'll give it back out to Hayes, Nigel Hayes on a drive, and we've got contact and a foul on Marquette, they're going to call it on Sandy Cohen, and it looks like it's almost Wisconsin more than Marquette creating the fouls on the dribble drive, Mac. Yeah, Marquette's got to play defense without the hand check, and that's sometimes a tough thing for the players to adapt from last year, that difference in the way they're calling those hand check fouls, but you got to do it if you want to stay on the court. No fouls on Wisconsin in the first 6 minutes, 15 seconds. Marquette and Wisconsin, or UW-Madison, excuse me, tied 6-all. Here's a steal by Cheatham. Koenig is back. Cheatham will go all the way to the basket. Shot is blocked, but the follow is up and in by Dwayne Wilson. Looked like there was heavy contact on Cheatham as he went up for yep. the shot. Marquette with the 8-6 lead over UW-Madison on the basket and the follow by Dwayne Wilson. No fouls on Wisconsin, or Madison, excuse me. Koenig at the foul line, won't take the shot, back out to Hayes. That looked like a travel on Hayes before he made that dribble move. Fadeaway jumper and a three is good. And for as much as Marquette has struggled from long range so far early in the season, Madison has had even more problems. Make it 9-8 Wisconsin on the three. Made by Showalter. Cheatham on a drive right of the lane. Spins back up top to Ellison. He'll drive on half. Goes baseline six feet away. Throws up the shot. Rims out a six-footer. And half pulls it down for Wisconsin. Marquette trailing 9-8. And again, not one foul on Wisconsin. And we're seven and a half minutes in. Into the ball game, Charlie Thomas, a 6'8 freshman. Big guy. Touched the ball once. Now Koenig dribbled the ball off his foot. Lost it. Turnover Marquette. Here's Cheatham from Wilson. Cheatham to the basket again. Lays it up and in. This time over Koenig. It's good. And again, contact with Koenig, but no call. 
Cheatham is awesome using and leading with his upper body. Not leaning in, just protecting the ball, Matt. Yep. 10-9, Marquette over UW-Madison. We're nearly eight minutes in. On the perimeter, Hayes, a couple of dribbles. Still dribbling, now gives inside to Thomas, who did not anticipate the great pass. He would have laid it up and in. Turnover, Wisconsin. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Marquette ball, and Juwan Johnson comes in. Vito Brown back in for the yep. Badgers. He was out for Thomas. Now Hap gets a break, so they've gone uh, six deep to this point. Wisconsin, excuse me, UW-Madison. Marquette leading 10-9. We're eight minutes in, and Marquette will bring it up. Fisher has it eight feet away back to the basket. One, two, three dribbles on Thomas. Tries another hook shot. This one is short. Rebound to Wisconsin. Caning across the stripe. 10-9 Marquette with the lead. 11.43 left first half. Brown outside the arc right side. Couple of dribbles. To Hayes, still deep in the right corner. Fakes the three against Juwan Johnson. Now two, three, four dribbles. Back outside to Thomas. Then he returns to Hayes, 10 feet away. Spins baseline to the basket. Shot partially blocked. Rebound comes to Marquette. They're running three on one. Juwan Johnson, he gives it to Wilson. Back to Johnson. He'll lay it up and in. Counted in a foul. Yes. Yes, Was waiting for the official word. The the official blew the whistle but did nothing. And then finally decided that it was a foul on a blocking foul on Wisconsin. Marquette leads 12-9. 11-19 left first half and a break. And they show it again, and the crowd doesn't like it. But well, they, they didn't show the feet because his feet were inside, inside. the black ring. Yes, uh, but they don't have a whistle either, so I'm not too worried. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Hi, I'm Linda, and I work in customer service at We Energies. Each day I work hard to make sure you have energy you can depend on and you're getting good value for your money. Now you have the power to take control of the energy use in your home. The My Account program at WeEnergies.com will show you specific energy efficiency improvements and even tell you how much you can save. Log on to WeEnergies.com and start saving today. We Energies, people you can trust, energy you can depend on. This message was paid for by the stockholders of WEC Energy Group. The Gordon Flesh Company, an office technology solutions provider, has a proven track record of exceeding expectations, something they've done for nearly 60 years. You see, the Gordon Flesh Company is large enough to offer best-in-class business equipment and software solutions, as well as financing options through their own in-house leasing company, while at the same time, they're nimble enough to give your business the one-on-one personal attention it deserves it's just one of the reasons they have one of the highest service efficiency ratings in the country and the best part the gordon flesh company is a family-owned wisconsin-based business with an office right here in milwaukee that means local service local speed and local quality you can count on if you're looking to improve the performance of your business look to the flexibility and agility offered by the gordon flesh company visit gflesch.com the Gordon Flesh Company, technology that works. People who perform. Marquette fans take a shot at savings and switch to Geico. Marquette alumni can save on Geico car insurance with a special discount. Visit geico.com for a free quote. There's only one way to gear up for the college. Shop at Office Depot Office Max, the official office product supplier for Marquette University. And don't forget, you don't want to miss the Marquette basketball from Dave and Buster's all season long. I'll be there. More importantly, Coach Steve Wojciechowski will be there and special Marquette basketball guests. We do it most Thursdays, every Thursday, unless there's a scheduling conflict. There will be conflict. There will be one this Thursday. Dave and Buster's eat, drink, play, watch, and enjoy Marquette basketball. 
So far, so good. Marquette leading UW-Madison, 12-9, 11-19 left first half. Homer and Jim McElvain, U.S. Bank coverage, and Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Juwan Johnson, and that the first foul on Wisconsin after almost nine minutes. Marquette's only had three, so we haven't had many. Free throw is missed by Juwan Johnson. Rare, he's 77%. Marquette leading 12-9. Bronson Caney. He has not scored. Nigel Hayes has not scored. Thomas has it. Top of the circle beyond the three-point line. Pass deflected. Hayes has it. They're not doing a whole lot, Mac, offensively. It's Bronson. not fluid. Koenig, pull-up 17-footer is good. That has been there the entire game. That time he chose to shoot it. Koenig and Hayes, really the two guys on this team that can create their own shot, where last year they had so many more weapons with Decker and Kaminsky and Gosser. Now we got a foul on Wisconsin. They're going to call it on uh, UW-Madison on Thomas. When I say that shot was open, my point was that Bronson Koenig was guarded yeah. reasonably well, and it wasn't any different than any other possession where he could have pulled up in a 17-footer. And the foul on Thomas is his first, the second on UW-Madison. Marquette inbounds, leading 12-11. to Allenson... Against Hap, spinning. He's taken five dribbles. Can't get the shot off. Back outside. Now they return it, and we're going to get a foul on Hap. And oh, I, I yeah, the, the locals are angry. I love it. The key, really, for Marquette in the half court is getting the post guys the ball much closer to the basket because yep. they're catching it two, three feet off the block and getting five dribbles just to get to where they should start if they've got deep post position. Hayes knocked the ball out of bounds from Cheetah. Marquette will inbound. 10.33 left first half. Marquette leading UW-Madison, 12-11. Cheatham has it. Again, Tracy Carter with two fouls. He's been on the bench for some time. He's been outstanding is Marquette's point. Wilson, 16 feet away. A couple of dribbles back outside now. Ellenson, 10 feet away. Quick jumper right side is pure. He can knock that down at will. The last time when Hap fouled him in the post, Henry did have that deep position, and you could tell Hap was nervous and knew he was going to be in trouble if, if Henry caught the ball tried to get a steal. Marquette leads 14 to 11. Hap at the foul line. Back out Vito Brown. He'll try the 16-footer. Good. He's curious. Yep. Vito Brown makes it 14-13, Marquette. By the way, Henry Ellenson now with four. Cheatham standing dribble, top of the circle. Still dribbling. Left side beyond the three-point line to Wilson. Uses a high screen. Wilson dribbling. Sandy Cohen wide left. Cohen gives him the corner now. Ellenson, 12 feet away, trying to back down Hap. Can't. Now he gets it back. Fakes the 14-footer and a foul by... That's the great play. Foul by Hap because Ellenson faked the jumper, got Hap out, and then is able to dribble by him. And the last time he had the ball, before he kicked it back out, he really didn't try to move and, and make Hap defend and He's move his feet. He's facing up sooner. Yeah. You, when, when Henry Ellenson faces Hap up, and then really tries to make him defend and move his feet without fouling. That's where Happ is going to get himself into trouble. All of a sudden, fouls on Wisconsin. Excuse me, UW-Madison. They've had four now. Marquette with three. It was 3 nothing a while back. Alex Illikanen comes in, a freshman, as they've got issues with the fouls on Happ. Dwayne Wilson back outside Cheatham. Cheatham dribbling in the right corner. Now needs help. Still outside the arc to Henry Ellenson. He backs it up 25 feet away. Outside left, Dewan Johnson across right to Cheatham. They're way beyond the three-point line. Dwayne Wilson, 20 feet away. They try to dump it in to Luke Fisher. The ball's knocked and stolen away. Wisconsin brings the other way with Caney. Back to Nigel Hayes. He has not scored in the game. 
Brown won't take the 16-footer further out to Caney. Spins on the dribble. Caney in the lane. No-look pass outside. Brown tries another jumper and hits another one. Vito Brown. That's not good if he's hitting a Mac. He's got six. Wisconsin, UW-Madison leads 15-14. Nigel Hayes averaging 17 has not scored. I'm not sure he's taking a shot, has he? I don't know. Yeah, he's taking four. Marquette has it outside the arc right side. Holding is Juwan Johnson. Cheatham, 25 feet away. They have perimeter passing way beyond the three-point line. Now Wilson driving, spinning in the lane to the basket. Shoots, and it goes out, but he's fouled. It spun around the rim, and they were down to the end of the shot clock, and Dwayne Wilson, as he does well, creating, and Dwayne Wilson will shoot two with Marquette trailing UW-Madison, 15-14, 8.32 left first half. And one of the opportunities Marquette's perimeter players have in this half-court offense is dribble penetration because Wisconsin Badgers are not double-teaming the post, but the guy that's guarding the post player, whether it's Luke Fisher or Henry Allenson, he's got his hands full. So if dribble penetration does happen, it's not like there's a guy just waiting there to step up and, and cut off that lane. First one missed, the second one rims out. So Marquette 0 of 3 from the line. Johnson missed one. Dwayne Wilson just missed two. He's 62% on the air. Wisconsin, UW-Madison brings it up. Leading 15-14, Marquette down one. Brown 17 feet away. He scored their last two baskets on jumpers. Nigel Hayes dribbling to the foul line. Stops, turns, turns again, then throws out to Brown. He'll try another jumper. This one's no good. Tap, no good. Tapped again. Knocked around. Marquette has it. Fortunate there. Now they'll bring it in the front court. Dwayne Wilson, he'll try an open three. You bet. So Marquette in transition, just absolutely abusing the Badgers right now. And, and partly their fault because the Badgers keep going after those rebounds at the offensive end. And even if after Marquette has the ball, you got to turn around and get back because they're beating you in the full court. Marquette with the lead, 17-15. And Ilikanich touched the ball. Alex Ilikanich, the freshman out of Grand Rapids, Minnesota. I think they're going to get Cheatham with that call, though. That they did. 7.42 left, first half. UW-Madison will inbound when we return. Marquette leading 17-15. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. McRib. Hello, you delicious sandwich, you. How long's it been? Nine months, three days, five hours, 21 Honey, minutes. Honey, please, and... I'm trying to enjoy my McRib. Wait a minute, how'd you know that? Because I've been waiting that long, too. I love you. Wait, me or the McRib? The wait is over. The delicious McRib sandwich came back because of you. So come to McDonald's and enjoy its unique flavor that you love so much before it's gone again. Limited time only at participating locations. Hey, college hoops fans. If there's anyone that knows how to assist their team to a victory, it's you. You guys may know how to fuel your starting five, but even the best assisters need assistance. That's why State Farm is here to help. So paint your face, stomp your feet, and get ready to give your team the biggest assist of all, some good old school pride. For help from an all-star team, visit statefarm.com. We exist to assist. So, Mac, let's talk Marquette basketball. I'm a walk-in Wikipedia, Homer. 45 postseason appearances. Sweet 16, 17 times. Final four, three times. So what do you know about donating blood? Well... I'm thinking. Marquette has partnered with Blood Center of Wisconsin and wants you to know that donating a unit of blood can save up to three lives. Get more info or make an appointment at bcw.edu slash mu or call 877-BE-A-HERO. When making an appointment, note bleed blue and gold to win great MU prizes. 
Homer and Jim McIlvain in Madison. Marquette leading UW-Madison 17-15. We have 7.42 left first half. Today's Marquette broadcast brought to you by Jim Phillips, LLC. Jim Phillips, LLC is a custom garment decorating company based in Wauwatosa that concentrates on producing uniquely designed custom apparel for corporate, retail, and collegiate markets. Jim Phillips, LLC, proud partner of Marquette Basketball. Right now, 10 for an ID, 10 for station identification. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette Basketball from Learfield Sports. 540 ESPN, WAUK Jackson. Drive home with Homer and Gabe weekdays 3 until 6 on 540 ESPN and ESPNWisconsin.com. Today's game brought to you in part by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, reminding you don't just eat cheese, eat Wisconsin cheese. Got to like what you're seeing so far, Max. 17-15, Marquette the lead, 7.42 left first half. And Marquette's turned the ball over several times. They've missed all their free throws, so there's certainly points that have been left on the board. In the ball game now making his first appearance, Khalil Iverson. So Bo Ryan going to the bench more than he certainly did against UWM. Wisconsin stays on the perimeter. Vito Brown, top of the circle. Wide left, Showalter now. Nigel Hayes promptly double-teamed. Low block left side. Back outside to Brown. Across outside, Showalter. He'll drive to the foul line. Vito Brown, he'll try a three. Good. Good. Nine for Vito Brown. He's 24% from long range. And that's his season average right there. Yep. UW-Madison leading Marquette 18-17. 7.03 left first half. Marquette working outside the arc. Ellenson has it. 12 feet away in the left corner. Three dribbles on Brown, back outside. Now they dump it back to Ellenson, faces up, then gives back out to Johnson on a drive, and they're going to call a foul on Wisconsin, or UW-Madison. That perimeter foul, no bonus yet. Team foul six on UW-Madison. Marquette down a point, 6.48 left first half. Twitterverse has suggested you donate a dollar to the Blue and Gold Fund every time you say the W word. Oh, Wisconsin? Yeah. No, forget it. <laughs> I would n- I've always said Wisconsin since I've been doing it, but you like UW-Madison, so give me a little time. Okay. On the inbounds, they get it to Jawan Johnson, and he misses short. They ran the alley-oop off the inbounds, and he just came up short. Rebound comes to Bronson Koenig, brings it in the front court. I think we're going to get a heat check soon from Vito Brown. Yes, we could. Nigel Hayes won't take the three drives, then gives inside. And the shot is missed. A no-footer. Illa Kanan missed it. Rebound to Marquette. Wide open. Cherry picking and laying it up and in. Off the long passage, Juwan Johnson. And Henry Ellenson caught the rebound, started going up court, and credit him for stopping, picking up his dribble, and just whipping it ahead to Johnson for the easy layup. Marquette with the lead, 19-18. In the corner, Showalter tries a three, and he hits it. He's made two, threes, and six. He's 31% from long range. Well, he's a better shooter than his numbers are indicating at this point in the season. UW-Madison leading Marquette, 21-19. Fisher has it 17 feet away across outside left. Marquette stays beyond the three-point line. Now over the top, Luke Fisher. He'll go to the basket. Altered and shot missed. Was it blocked or just altered? A rebound off the miss comes to UW-Madison in the front court. Hayes will try an open three. Nope. Rebound pulled down by Marquette and Luke Fisher. Marquette trailing by two with the ball. Allenson, 12 feet away, backing down against Brown to the basket with the left hand. Hooks and rims out about a five-footer. Rebound comes to UW-Madison, and Koenig will walk it up. Marquette down two. Koenig is there fouled as he goes to the basket. 
and that foul good is going to go on Hanif Cheatham, but it's only team foul five, so Madison will have to inbound. That's two on Cheatham. Half is back in, and coming out of the ball game is Illikanen. Hasn't really played much this year. Illikanen on the season, just 42 minutes before this game. So Cheatham's got to be careful with his defense now as he's got to. Yep. Hap has it wide right behind the three-point line, drives to the foul line. Now they swing it same spot on the wing. Nigel Hayes dribbling, working on Cheatham, turns, fade away in the lane, banked it way too hard. Rebound, is there going to be a foul yeah, over the back? Yeah, they're going to get that is on it? Vito Brown. Yep. He and came flying in and just slammed right into the back of Sandy Cohen as he went for that rebound. And that means that Marquette will go to the line for the one-and-one. One. That's team foul seven. Marquette trailing by two with 4.57 left first half. So the Badgers went from having no fouls, what, the first nine minutes of the game? More than that, yeah. Yeah, to mm -hmm. picking up seven fouls within the last six minutes or so. Marquette 0 of 3 free throwing. Free throw is good. Is that a reverse jinx? Perhaps. Wayne Wilson at the line. And so Marquette trailing by one. 4.57 left first half. Wilson now has six. Second free throw is good. If I get blamed for the misses, I get credit for the makes. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I knew you would. 21 all. That's uh, We've had seven lead change, I think, already. Showalter won't take the three right, right side. Still outside the arc. On a drive, Koenig pull up 15-footer. No good. Rebound inside. Zach Brown, and he's fouled before he could pass it outside. So UW-Madison will inbound, but there'll be no free throws. The and, foul is on Henry Ellenson. And it was first. a long rebound off that missed shot, and Henry Ellenson had the good inside position, but the ball bounced so far back, he had to react to try to go get it, not realizing Brown was there, had the ball already, and picked up the foul. 4.32 left first half. Game's tied, 21 all. Nigel Hayes, who has not scored, has the ball on seven, eight dribbles, now gives inside. Hap lays it up and in, and altered a little bit by Luke Fisher, but Hap able to finish. He's got six. Marquette came with the double team on the post that time and give credit to Hayes for identifying and delivering to his teammate on the opposite block. Oh, of six shooting, and yet Madison has a two-point lead. That's Hayes, their leading scorer, oh, of six shooting. Carter's back in for Marquette with the two fouls. They get it inside to Luke Fisher, working on Hap to the basket, misses the baseline shot. The follow comes to Wisconsin, and Brown as... Ellenson is down, and Zach Walter both fell down going for that rebound. Koenig wide left to Brown. Hap has it left of the lane, back to the basket, eight feet away. A cross out, Showalter tries a three, no good. Rebound Marquette. Marquette has it in the front court. Cohen to the foul line, and a foul on Koenig, and he didn't get his money's worth on that foul, and that means Marquette will go to the line with 3.33 left first half. When we return, it is Madison 23, Marquette 21. How's that, Matt? That's good. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette Basketball from Learfield Sports. When the pavement calls, do you answer? Runners know the road doesn't ask for much, only that you drop by once in a while. If pain has forced you to stop running, talk to the performance running specialist at Aurora Sports Medicine Institute. We'll work with you to eliminate your pain, then fine-tune your stride to improve your running performance. Don't make the road wait. Call Aurora Sports Medicine Institute to schedule a performance running program appointment. Aurora Sports Medicine Institute, the top choice of runners and the roads they travel. When you open your doors, you open your doors for business. 
Whether you're a hardware store, insurance agent, restaurant, law firm, or salon, as a marketing solutions leader, YP helps you find new customers. We make this complicated marketing landscape simple, and we deliver like no one else can. Starting today, let us help you open your doors wide for business by showing you what the new YP can do. Visit us at marketingsolutions.yp.com. Hello, Marquette fans. This is Erin, Miller Cause consultant and 2013 MU law grad. I was thrilled to join Miller Cause because our firm's values mirror Marquette's. I have had the pleasure of working with businesses, reviewing their health plans, and delivering solutions that satisfy the government, employees, and the bottom line. Cause stands for quality, affordability, accessibility, and strategy, which is what we're all looking for in healthcare today. Let Miller Cause help your business succeed. Go to www.mycause, spelled Q-A-A-S, to learn more about how we can help you. Madison leading Marquette 23-21. Homer Jim McElvain with you. U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. At Marquette, there's only one way to gear up for college. Shop at Office Depot Office Max. The office products, the official office products, as a matter of fact, supplier for Marquette University. And, of course, the Marquette basketball hour from Dave and Buster's all season long. Thursday nights at 6. Have a blast. Dave and Buster's. Eat, drink, play, watch, and talk about Marquette basketball. The story here is their leading scorer, an outstanding player, Nigel Hayes, averaging 17 a game, 0 of 6 from the field, 0 of 2 from long range. But while he hasn't scored, Vito Brown has made 9, and you mentioned it, that's his average. Yeah, and he's been hitting the shots that we watched against UW-Milwaukee not fall for him. That foul line area extended, even knocked down a three-pointer early in this game. Sandy Cohen off 24 in the game, in the last game against San Jose State at the line, free throw is good. Marquette down a point. Cohen now with three points in the game. Dwayne Wilson, the leader, with seven. Henry Allenson and Juwan Johnson each with four. Vito, I'm sorry, Vito Brown, one of nine against the Panthers. So he had a very off night, and maybe he's making up for it this afternoon. Cohen misses the free throw. Marquette, three of seven free throw shooting. Marquette down a point. Madison with it, working outside the arc. Showalter wide left. Showalter a couple of dribbles, then gives off to Vito Brown. He'll try another jumper. Banked it, no good. Rebound pulled down by Marquette and Cohen. Now in the front court, Wilson to the free throw line on the dribble. Now backs it up. Further out midcourt, Tracy Carter. Two early fouls, and he rested about what, 10 minutes, Mac? At least 10. Carter. Oh, he got it like the 18 mark, so he's been out for quite a while. Marquette beyond the three-point line, right side, Ellenson fakes the three, drives baseline, cut off by Brown, back out, Cohen. Wide open three, yeah! Beautiful, you like to see that. And Ooh, what did you give us at midcourt? What was that from Sandy Cohen? I don't know. That's a little something-something he threw for us. But go ahead, sorry to interrupt. No, Mar- Marquette dribble penetrated, the defense started to collapse, even though they had cut off the baseline, and Henry Ellenson made a great pass out. Marquette up two, Nigel Hayes misses again a 10-footer. And a foul on Marquette. Over no, they're the going to get that on, on Charlie Thomas right. over the back. I was going to say, Nigel they should. Hayes. Nigel. Whoa, that's not what they called, though. Oh, they called that on Luke Fisher somehow? But back to Nigel Hayes. He's 10 feet away. He does a behind-the-back dribble, dribble before taking a bank shot. Look, Steve, head coach Steve Wojciechowski, he can't believe it either. Yeah, he he's thought it was they, over the back. Who do they call it on? They called it Allison, on Luke Fisher. They Luke said Fisher. he was... Doing something with his hands before he got the rebound. 
Oh, that's he didn't do anything. That's a terrible call. That is uh, that'd be the definition of a terrible call. Yes, I agree. At the line, Thomas free throw is no good. He's a 50% free throw, but the ball's knocked all the way out to midcourt, and it goes out of bounds <laughs> before. That, Khalil Iverson, the 6'5 freshman, could get to it. I've never we, seen that's that. That's a set play, Homer. When you've got a 50% foul shooter, you have to be ready to tap out to midcourt. The ball went 47 feet yes. after the miss, and the person out there, Cohen, he checked three. He no got good. Body he contact, there no was. call. He went down off the miss. Rebound to Madison. Marquette leading 25 23, 210 left first half. Showalter dribbles to the foul line, throws it across out to Hayes. Hayes against. Looks like Cohen on him. Hayes forces up the baseline shot and is able to draw a foul. This game is kind of getting goofy. And, I don't want to say looked, it's out of control, but the officiating is such that I'm not sure anybody knows what to and, do. And that foul looked like what they had talked about as a point of emphasis earlier in the year. Not being a foul. Not being a foul because the offensive player went into the defender intentionally to try to draw the contact. Free throw is no good. Nigel Hayes. In the game now, 0 of 7, 0 of 2 short range, and 0 of 1 free throwing. Marquette's lead is 2 with 2.01 left first half. Will he get in the books? He will. Nigel Hayes averaging 17, shooting 38% from the field, is now 0 of 7 again and made one free throw. Marquette by a point. They pass outside the arc center of the court. Jawan Johnson hands further out Tracy Carter. He'll use the screen. Now drive 12 feet away. Won't shoot. Throws it back out 40 feet away to Dwayne Wilson. They got 11 to shoot. Wide right. On a drive. Jawan Johnson to the basket. Hank shoots and scores. It caught the front of the rim back and then crawled up on over and in. And the Badgers just slow to rotate and cut off the baseline, giving Jawan Johnson the angle he needed to get to the basket. Marquette by three. 127 left first half. Iverson wide right to Showalter. Showalter uses a high screen. He's 20 feet away. Wide left to Hayes. Hayes beyond the three-point line. He'll try the three. Wow. Nope. Curious. Rebound Marquette. They got three on two. Here's Juwan Johnson to the basket. Hank shoots. He missed the layup. Maybe altered or challenged by Showalter. But Johnson still was by him and just missed the shot, Mac. Yep. On a drive. Hayes hands inside to Thomas, power dribble, shot blocked, and pulled right out of the air off the block. A McIlvain block by Luke Fisher. Marquette up three with a basketball. That looked like a block by Juwan Johnson. Luke Fisher just held his feet there. And Fisher's wide open and stuffs it off the pass from Dwayne Wilson in Marquette's biggest lead at five. And we're going to get a timeout, Wisconsin. I'd say so. Things are not going well for the Badgers right now. You mean for Madison? Either one. 42.5 42.5 left. Marquette leading Madison 29-24. Homer and Jim McElmain with you. We will keep it right here. Marquette looking for win seven in a row, and this is the 122nd game. And again, nifty pass from Dwayne Wilson to Luke Fisher. I'd like to say I could have made it, but I'm not sure because there were people around Luke Fisher. Today's Marquette broadcast brought to you by Jim Phillips, LLC. Jim Phillips, LLC, a custom garment decorating company based in Tosa that concentrates on producing uniquely designed custom apparel. You think they bedazzle stuff? Yeah, and collegiate markets. And, of course, that would be Wauwatosa for people not from there. Jim Phillips, LLC, proud partner of Marquette Basketball. Great run. And, again, Nigel Hayes is in a bit of a funk, would you say? 
Hopefully it'll continue. What, whatever it is, it's the funk that Vito Brown had against the Panthers. But that, his last shot was kind of curious. Wisconsin with it. Hayes has it 12 feet away right of the lane. They double-team back off Vito Brown. He'll try a three. No good. Rebound comes long, and it's saved by Hayes in the deep right corner. They got 25 seconds left. He'll back down and then throw inside to Happ. He can't shoot. He's under the basket. Now still dribbling, spinning. How's in the that lane. not a travel? Look, wild shot, and was it blocked? I believe it was. It certainly was, but I just don't understand how, how that reverse pivot pro step Euro slide. We're watching it now on replay. That, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that like was three four, steps. Three, it could have been four. That was the old Euro that I said <laughs> is just a travel. That was a spinning Euro. You cannot have a spinning Euro, would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. Wisconsin with it, nine seconds left in the first half. Koenig, 30 feet away. Koenig still with it, Marquette up five. Koenig on a drive in the lane, wild shot with the left hand, misses short, rebound Marquette. And we have a jump ball, we do we with point one left. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, that hurts Marquette. Uh, yeah, possession. Yep. They don't, they don't, can you refuse possession? <laughs> we don't want it. Point one left, Marquette's going to inbound, and then we'll hear the buzzer as we do at half. Marquette leading Madison, 29-24. UW-Madison starts with a basketball. Number of players with two fouls, no one with three. Hayes, 30 feet away, center of the court. Walter still beyond the three-point line to Koenig in the open corner. Three is no good. Rebound comes to Marquette, and Ellenson pulls it down. Now Carter will bring it up. Outside the arc, left side. Back outside to Ellenson, 30 feet away. They stay way beyond the three-point line. Sandy Cohen holding wide right. In the right corner, Cheatham. Can't go inside. Marquette will stay outside the arc. With it left side, Carter. Carter trying to get it inside. Has Ellenson back to the basket, 12 feet away. Dribbling on half. Spins, turns, fakes. Can't get the shot up. Back outside, Cheatham. He'll go to the basket and lay it up and in. And Showalter's looking at the official, asking for a travel as Cheatham drove by him for the layup. And Hap had, had basically buried himself in the lane, was unable to come down to the baseline and cut off dribble penetration. He Mar- would have been the guy, though. Marquette scored six in a row going back to the end of the first half. Biggest lead, Marquette up seven. Showalter drives in the lane, runner from six. He banked it, no good. Rebound pulled down by Cohen. Cohen dribbling in the front quarter. Cheatham, excuse me, on a drive to the basket. Lays it up and in. In from the right. Scored with a left hand. Marquette continues the run. Marquette up nine. 15 points in transition. The Badgers so far, zero. 33-24. Marquette with the lead, 18-38 for the game. Koenig has it, drives. No throws back out to Hayes. It's knocked away, but it comes to Koenig. He'll spin beyond the three-point line on the dribble. A little shaky with a dribble again. Hayes beyond the arc, right side on the wing. Hayes driving to the foul line. Pull up, fadeaway, 16-footer is good. His first basket of the game, Nigel Hayes. And I say the same thing I said about Koenig. That shot's been there all day. And, and he's too good of a player to continue at the pace he was at. He's going to probably score some points here in the second half. Over the top for Luke Fisher against the double team. Still shoots and scores. Brown was there, Hap was there, but they could not stop Luke Fisher. And credit Fisher, he caught the ball high, kept the ball high, and that made it tough to stop. Marquette leading 35-26. We're under 18 for the game. Brown 30 feet away, center of the court to Hap, still beyond the three-point line. Throws over the top, terrible pass, stolen by Marquette. He was trying to get it to Hayes, it wasn't close. Now in the front court, wing left, Cheatham back to Cohen, back outside. Ellenson on a drive, fakes baseline to the basket, turn, shoots, missed it, got his own rebound, tapped it, no good, then the rebound comes to UW-Madison and a foul. That was a freshman play. The foul on Henry Ellenson, nowhere near the basket, just a body bump, and Henry Ellenson picks up his second, and 
he's probably just upset he didn't score, Mac. And that's what we talked about a little bit earlier. You don't want to turn one thing into another, and, and that time Henry had an opportunity to score, missed it, got the rebound, couldn't get it to finish. Badgers clearly had possession, and it wasn't like he was trying to steal it. He was just trying to get back down the court and just fumbled his way into a foul. Marquette up 9, 17-32 for the game and a break. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Dave & Buster's is the host location of the Marquette Basketball Hour radio show this season. The show is broadcast live on ESPN 540 from Dave & Buster's and will feature Marquette men's head basketball coach Steve Wojciechowski and other Marquette coaches and personalities. Stop by Dave & Buster's from 6 to 7 p.m. on Thursdays during the college basketball season to take in all of the excitement. Engage with Marquette coaches and fans, take advantage of food and drink specials, games, and your chance to win Marquette prizes. So, Mac, let's talk Marquette basketball. I'm a walk-in Wikipedia, Homer. 45 postseason appearances. Sweet 16, 17 times. Final four, three times. So, what do you know about donating blood? Well... I'm thinking. Marquette has partnered with Blood Center of Wisconsin and wants you to know that donating a unit of blood can save up to three lives. Get more info or make an appointment at bcw.edu slash mu or call 877-BE-A-HERO. When making an appointment, note bleed blue and gold to win great MU prizes. At Marquette, there's only one way to gear up for college. Shop at Office Depot Office Max. We're talking tech from notebooks and tablets to the hottest headphones. Supplies including ink, toner, and paper. Dorm room essentials from coffee makers to calculators. Copying and printing covered. Getting it all is a slam dunk in store and online. At prices any Golden Eagle can appreciate. Office Depot Office Max, the official office product supplier of Marquette University. Marquette leading UW-Madison, 35-26-17, excuse me, 17-32 for the game. Homer and Jim McElvain with you. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Man, Kent Summerfield's doing heavy on the stats. In the paint, Marquette up 24-6, fast break. 15 not. Not. And that's what Steve Wojciechowski loves to do, transition, play quickly, and... You're up by nine, and your lead in the fast break is 15-zip. That would seem to me the difference in the game. Certainly. This Marquette team gets out and runs, and and we were talking to Matt LaPay before the game about some of the troubles the Badgers have had, and I said it reminds me, frankly, of the teams Marquette had after they went to the Final Four, and you've lost Dwayne Wade and some of that scoring clout. There comes a point in the game where you kind of look to that guy that used to be Frank Kaminsky or, or, or Sam Decker and say, take over for us, carry us, and and they're not finding that guy this season so far. Hayes won't take the three wide right. Further out, 30 feet away. Center of the court is Koenig. Uses the high screen. Koenig still dribbling. Pull up 17-footer. No good. Long rebound. Marquette pulls it down. Marquette has it, and Hanif Cheatham. Haney will bring it up. Marquette up nine with the ball. They work beyond the three-point line. Perimeter passing. Carter now on the slow dribble. 40 feet away, center of the court. Tracy Carter, who had to sit over 10 minutes of the first half with two fouls, but Marquette... Did not turn it over at all. Only four and one in the last 15 and a half. Allenson, he'll try a 16-foot jumper. Pure wing left. And I don't know how you defend that if you're happy because you know you can put the ball on the floor and attack the basket. You've already got a couple fouls. You don't want to pick up another one. He could knock that shot down too. Allenson at the foul line. Back out Vito Brown. He faked the three. Marquette's lead is 11. By the way, Allenson was two of nine before that shot. 
Showalter, open three, missed it. Rebound inside, knocked around. Madison had it but couldn't control it, so they'll reset the offense, but they might have had a layup on a follow if Hayes and Happ had been able to control it. Koenig on a drive, throws up a wild layup, misses no good. Rebound inside Happ, hits follow. He missed the no-footer. Rebound Marquette and Henry Allenson. Oh, baby, I like that. Those massive no-footers, Matt. 16 minutes left, Marquette by 11. Luke Fisher back to the basket. Three, four, five dribbles on Brown. To the basket, shoots, and it's fouled. The foul on Vito Brown, and there was no doubling up, so Luke Fisher just continued to dribble, dribble, dribble. Luke Fisher will shoot two when we return. 15-51 for the game. Marquette leading UW-Madison 37-26. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Share your Marquette pride by getting your GCU Discover debit card today that features a limited edition Marquette design. Your Marquette debit card offers superior fraud protection, zero liability, and the lowest purchase price guarantee. It also earns you big local rewards. Stop into any Guardian Credit Union branch today and conveniently walk out with your Marquette debit card within minutes. Guardian Credit Union is insured by the NCUA. Hey, College Hoops fans. If there's anyone that knows how to assist their team to a victory, it's you. You guys may know how to fuel your starting five, but even the best assisters need assistance. That's why State Farm is here to help. So paint your face, stomp your feet, and get ready to give your team the biggest assist of all, some good old school pride. For help from an all-star team, visit statefarm.com. We exist to assist. Running is a great way to get in shape and improve your overall fitness level. It can also do a number on your muscles. One way to let your body recover is rest. You know what else can help? Low-fat chocolate milk. Packed with protein, low-fat chocolate milk is scientifically proven to help athletes refuel, rehydrate, and recover, giving you the strength you need to get out and train even harder. To learn more about how chocolate milk can help you keep going, visit winwithchocolatemilk.com. Brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports in Madison. Marquette leading 37-26 with 15-51 for the game. We have comments about the bumper music. Yeah, there's a theme today. Of I'm course even, there's I a theme. I'm not following it at all. That, that's fine. That, that was uh, You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. Um, I thought it would we, be every song that has Madison in it. No, 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 right. no, no. No, no I... So if you if you think you know what the theme is of listening to the bumper music, tweet at Jim McElvain. Let me know. And if you got it right, I'll mention your Twitter handle on the air, and you'll get at least one or two followers out of it. UW-Madison, 14% shooting in the second half, one of seven. Marquette is four of six. Marquette fans, take advantage of Papa John's Marquette game day special. You receive half off your entire order today. Use the promo code MARQUETTE50 at papajohns.com. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. And a great deal. Luke Fisher at the line to shoot two. Free throw is good. Fisher now with seven points. And I want to look at free throwing. That's the eighth free throw for Marquette. UW-Madison with three. That doesn't happen very often at the Cole Center. But to this point, it's been a season of it doesn't happen at the Cole Center for UW-Madison. Fisher hits both free throws. Second one rims in. He's got eight. Marquette's biggest lead at 13. The lead was five. At half. Koenig, 30 feet away, right side. On a drive against Carter, stops at the foul line, further out to Hayes. 
to Showalter at the foul line. Off to Hayes. He won't take the three. One dribble. 16-foot jumper is good. Nigel Hayes now with five. And we talked about it. The struggles he had in the first half just weren't going to continue in the second half. He's too good of a player. Yep. Marquette leading by 11. 15-23 for the game. They stay outside the arc. Ellenson 30 feet away left side to Carter. Tracy Carter. Couple of dribbles. Once Ellenson has him. Right of the lane. Back to the basket. 12 feet away. One, two, three, four dribbles. And he traveled. Did he? Yep. It didn't feel like it. He he had his back to the basket and, and tried to back sap that half down and I just you see him where he I thought he moved the foot. Yep, there oh, it was. All right. With the right foot. Yep. But just face up and he can make the jumper or go by him. He likes to work with the back to the basket at that time. Hayes has it wide right against Cohen. Takes the three, drives, steps in, now goes to the basket. Wild shot. Missed it. Rebound to Marquette. Was it blocked by Fisher? He throws a lob wild pass, but it's covered by Marquette and Carter. Marquette up 11 to the basketball. Carter lost the ball. Stolen the other way. They've got two on one. Happ will go to the basket, and he shoots and scores. Counted in a foul. Luke Fisher tried to block it. Happ was able to get it high off the glass and draw the foul. And Marquette's lead is at nine, and Happ will try the three-point play. And the Badgers get their two first fast break points of the afternoon. Off a turnover. Yes. First one of the half. So Marquette had gone literally 20 minutes with just one turnover until Carter turned it over. Happ with a free throw. Rims out. Rebound Marquette. 39-30. Marquette over UW-Madison. 14-34 for the game. Marquette stays beyond the three-point line. Dwayne Wilson, top of the key. Uses a high screen. Couple of dribbles back to Cheatham. He'll drive in from the left to the basket. Looks like up he a- got... Bodied up and fouled by Brown. A wild pass, but another turnover, and Wisconsin-Madison brings it back the other way. Hayes beyond the arc right side on a drive in the lane. Backs it outside. Vito Brown tries a 12-footer. He hits it. 11 for Vito Brown, and UW-Madison on a run, and Steve Wojciechowski is going to call timeout. The lead was at 13, and it's been a 6-0 run by UW-Madison with 14.06 remaining. It is Marquette 39 UW Madison 32. And Brown just going to town, 11 points on 5 of 10 shooting. He was 1 of 9 against UW Milwaukee. You assumed it would not continue. I checked the numbers, I believe, at our last break. They were at 17%. UW Madison in the second half, no worse than that, 14%, 1 of 7. And now Nigel Hayes, who had a single point in the first half, is now up to 5 for the game. Bronson Katie. Still with just two on one of six shooting. 14.06 remaining in Madison. Marquette with a seven-point lead. It was recently at 13. And that's where you miss a player like Trayvon Jackson who gets everybody involved and finds a way to get guys high-percentage shots. He's obviously gone from last year's team. D.A. Dukin, Sam Decker, John Gosser, Kaminsky. So they've lost a lot of firepower. The crowd is in it now. Six in a row by UW-Madison. Marquette, Luke Fish. No, Ellenson faces up, misses a 12-footer. Rebound pulled down by Wisconsin. Madison has it in the front court. Hayes, Hap had the rebound. Hayes on a drive, fakes, under and up, goes in the lane, misses the six-footer. Rebound knocked around. Who's got it? It's knocked around again, and Hayes pulls it down outside the arc right side. 39-32 Marquette. Hayes thinking about a three, but no. They stay beyond the three-point line. Caning left of the circle. Caning uses a high screen. Back up top to Vito Brown. He'll try a three. Nope. Rebound half has it, then lost it out of bounds, but knocked out by Marquette and Cheatham. 
So UW-Madison will inbound again, and the lead stays at 7 with 13.22 remaining. And for as much as Hayes has struggled to shoot the ball, he does have five rebounds and has beaten Marquette single-handedly to several of those 50-50 balls where one team or the other could get their hands on it. Madison inbounds. They stay outside the three-point line. Show Walter off to Brown. Two dribbles, 12-foot jumper. Banks it no good. Rebound comes out long. Marquette has it at midcourt with Luke Fisher getting it. Now in the front court, Wilson in the corner. And we're going to get a foul on Wisconsin as we had a collision on a baseline drive by Juwan Johnson going down with Showalter, and they'll call the foul on Showalter. 13.07 remaining. That's just the second team foul on Wisconsin. Sandy Cohen seems to have an injury to his right elbow or right hand. We will watch that. Marquette will inbound, leading by seven with 13.07 remaining. Cheatham up top. Henry Elson fakes the three, drives in the lane to the basket. He lays it up and in. Count it. And a foul. He beat how many UW-Madison players? At least four three, maybe yeah. four. There was a collision. Let's see who went down. Well, nobody went down. They went down after he went by him. A Showalter went down. Huge hoop. Marquette up nine. Ellenson will try the three-point play. And if Sandy Cohen does have an issue with his hand, I don't see an ice bag or a hot pack on it, so that's a good sign. Ellenson misses the free throw. Marquette, 5 of 10 free throwing. But the lead is 9 with 12.54 remaining. Koenig walks it up. Thomas, the freshman, back in. Charlie Thomas, way outside the arc. Everything on the perimeter. Now over the top for Hayes. Low block left side. Doesn't look to shoot. Back outside. Driving and shooting and in the lane. Missing. No good. Hap tried it. Rebound comes to Marquette. Henry Ellenson in the front court. We could have a heat check off that, that last That seemed like drive. a carry, but... Yeah, he's got it, trying to back down on Bronson Koenig. They double-team him. He gives to a flashing Fisher. He will lay it up and in. Pass from Ellenson. Oop by Fisher. Again, keep the ball up high, and good things happen. Luke Fisher caught that one. High degree of difficulty on that pass from Henry, Henry Ellenson, but great execution. He's got 10. Marquette's lead is back to 11. Koenig, center of the court outside the three-point line. Hap has it. He's beyond the arc. Now dumps it in. Thomas, right of the lane, 12 feet away. Baseline jumper, way off. Rebound comes to Marquette and Ellenson. Charlie Thomas, the 6'8 freshman. And Marquette has it, leading by 11, with 11.53 left. And Vito Brown's going to come in. Cheatham on a drive, spinning the lane back outside. Wilson, we're going to get a foul on Showalter. Try to anticipate the dribble drive of Dwayne Wilson. Showalter called for the foul. And Marquette will inbound when we return. 11.45 for the game. Marquette leading UW-Madison, 43-32 to 32 in a break. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. All right, sports fans, do you know where you can find 44 tennis courts, many of which I've played on, state-of-the-art exercise equipment, aquatic centers with nine indoor and outdoor pools, and free group classes? Well, it's elite sports clubs with five locations, two in North Shore, two in Brookfield, and one in Mequon, and proud to be the official sports club of your Marquette Golden Eagles Athletics. Elite sports clubs, the premier clubs in the area. Stop in today or log on to EliteClubs.com for more information. Tell them you heard me, Homer, and receive a free guest pass. Rib. Hello, you delicious sandwich, you. How long's it been? Nine months, three days, five hours, 21 Honey, minutes. Honey, please, and... I'm trying to enjoy my McRib. Wait a minute, how'd you know that? Because I've been waiting that long, too. I love you. Wait, me or the McRib? The wait is over. The delicious McRib sandwich came back because of you. So come to McDonald's and enjoy its unique flavor that you love so much before it's gone again. 
one time only at participating locations. Hi, I'm Bill Bruss, Chief Operating Officer at Waterstone Bank. For over 90 years, Waterstone has helped families build safe and happy homes. Today, Waterstone is proud to partner with Dry Hooch of America, an organization formed by combat veterans to help veterans in their return home. As a proud graduate of Marquette University, I'm excited to partner with Marquette Athletics in an effort to benefit Dry Hooch of America during the 2015-2016 basketball season. For more information on how you can participate in this slam dunk of a cause, please visit dryhooch.org. The market lead was 13, then dipped down to 7. It's now at 11, 43-32. Marquette the lead, 11.45 for the game left. Homer and Jim McElvain with you. U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Marquette Athletics would like to thank Direct Supply for their continued support of the Fanatics. And does your company need help finding space or renegotiating a lease? Let JLL help. Local brokers, global reach. Visit JLL.com for more information. JLL, it's more than just space. And show your team pride with awesome-looking tailgate and decor items by Fun Deco. They have it all. Tables, chairs, beanbag, toss, and wall graphics. Check it out at fundeco.biz. Well, two people got the, the bumper music theme pretty quickly. All right. It wasn't Ph.D. level because I like to keep in mind the audience sometimes and keep it keep it available for a lot of folks. Should we say what it is now or wait till the end of the game? Um, I will you... say Josh Bolt, B-O-E-L-D-T, got it, and Joel Jurst both got it. Four fouls on UW-Madison, two on Marquette in the second half. Inbounds to Dwayne Wilson, won't shoot the three. Back up top, Juwan Johnson. Cheatham has it, now gives free throw line to Luke Fisher. Wide left, holding is Juwan Johnson. He'll drive, he'll go to the basket, then has to throw it back out. Ellenson open three. You bet, oh, baby! Nicely done. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. Ellenson, 11 points, 5 of 13 shooting. Marquette's lead is 14 with 11-18 remaining. Koenig has it wide right to Showwater. They stay beyond the three-point line. Thomas, no threat to shoot there. Hayes looking at a three on the wing instead to the free throw line and a foul on Juwan Johnson before the shot. So it will be UW-Madison to inbound. Third-team foul on Marquette. 11-08 remaining. The Marquette lead its biggest at 14-46-32. Inbounds to Brown, wide left, back up top to Thomas. Show Walter won't take the three right of the circle. Couple of dribbles further out to Koenig. As long as they take the score, that's great for Marquette. Nah. Yeah. Even if they do score. Burn Koenig clock. gives off to Brown. Now Hayes, 12 feet away, right of the lane. They get 13 to shoot. He backs up on the dribble outside the arc. Now one dribble, 16-footer. He missed it. Rebound. Who's got it inside? Brown lays it up and in and scores. And for as much as the Badgers have struggled in a lot of different areas with the departure of so many great players, they're still a really good rebounding team. Top to bottom. A min, many of their baskets have come on the follow. Yep. Marquette up 46-34. They stay outside the arc. Left side is Cheatham. Cheatham holding on the wing. Juwan Johnson still beyond the three-point line. Even further out, Allenson top of the key. Hayes is on him now. Back further out, Cheatham on a drive. Gives inside to Luke Fisher. Nice stole. Steal, I should say, by Nigel Hayes. That looked like a dunk. Instead, it's a steal, and Hayes comes the other way. Against Allenson at the foul line. Baseline to Thomas. Right back to Hayes. UW-Madison with it. Marquette up 12. We are just now at the three-quarter pole. Hayes one-on-one against Allenson up top. Koenig will try a three. Good. Rattled it in, and Hayes eyeing up the long-range shot. But if you're going to get your shot going and you haven't got it going all afternoon, it's better to do it closer to the basket than further away. So he made the wise pass off to a teammate. 5-0 run by UW-Madison. Marquette's lead is 9, 9.44 left. 
Ellenson, baseline, 12 feet away, faces up against Brown. Now a couple of dribbles, four, five, six, seven, eight. Spins, fakes, and throws it back out to Juan Johnson. Johnson on a drive in the lane to the basket. His shot blocked, and it comes to UW-Madison and Brown. Hayes blocked it. I thought, I thought Ellenson might try to go to the basket. The defense was good. Koenig on a drive. Ball knocked straight up in the air. Pulled down by Thomas and a foul on Marquette. Thomas got to it at the free throw line. The foul against Juwan Johnson. Team foul four on Marquette. And with 9-17 remaining, it's Marquette 47, UW-Madison. Excuse me, Marquette 46, UW-Madison 37. Neither team near the bonus. Haven't had many fouls. Brown in the corner, back up top to Thomas. And off the ball, they're going to call foul, I think, on Dwayne Wilson. Yep. Well, I said there hadn't been many fouls. That's just the first on Wilson. Foul situation holding steady for both teams. Showalter has three. Everybody else has two or less. Everybody from Marquette has two except for Wilson, just his first. Perimeter passing. Koenig has it center of the court against Cheatham. Koenig. Steps back, won't take the three. Now they have it right side in the corner. Showalter stolen away by Marquette. Long pass ahead, Cheatham. He'll go to the basket against Koenig. He will lay it up and in. And there's almost an anticipation by Haney on those plays where he sees a play where a steal might develop and he starts to leak out early. And maybe that's why Marquette's doing such a great job in transition off those turnovers. That ends the 5-0. UW-Madison run. Marquette up 11. 8.42 for the game. And now the whistle off the ball. I think we're going to get a foul inside perhaps. Whoever it is on Marquette, unless it's Wilson, it's going to be a third because everybody on the team has two other than Wilson. Luke Fisher was clapping like he thought he was going to get a foul called on on Thomas for pushing off, but there may be no foul. I think they're just, we'll see. I think they're just going to inbound. Whistle check. Sometimes they they do that. Make sure their whistle works. (laughs) You come up with stuff. (laughs) Do you make it up or do you know? I make it up. All right. 8.40 8.40 for the game. Marquette leading UW-Madison 48-37. They inbound to Thomas. Still beyond the arc. Vito Brown, top of the key, holding his haze. Will he shoot the three? No, he'll drive. He'll go to the basket. Throws a pass. I'm not sure to no one. And it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Marquette. Maybe for Thomas. But Nigel Hayes could have finished. Chose not. And it'll be UW-Madison to inbound. And they will have, well, they give it him a fresh 30. So they're 29 to shoot. How was that? Did Marquette ever have possession? Not sure. 8.29 for the game. You think Dwayne Wilson went out of bounds with the ball and maybe huh. reset the clock on him? But then shouldn't it I be never a, thought he shouldn't had possession. It be a thir- oh, no, they put it to 9. Yeah. I was going to say, it shouldn't be a 29. It should be a 30 if it's going to reset. See, now they're resetting it to 9 because I think Marquette never had the ball. Yeah. So the possession just continued. They're, are they listening to us up here? That'd be nice. I don't think so. I don't think they can they hear have us those, up here. The officials have those things on their belt. Is that this play-by-play that they're – now they're checking. The, they're, gonna, they're going to the scores table to figure out what to do. I know this. 8.29 remaining. Marquette leading UW-Madison. 48 237. Homer and Jim McElvain with you at the Cole Center. The wait is over at McDonald's for the one and only McRib, tender pork, crispy pickles and onions all slathered in the unforgettable sweet smoky sauce for a limited time only. Come in and get your hands saucy because great barbecue is worth the wait. There's more to love at McDonald's. I'm loving it along with their app which is fantastic. They give you free stuff. Marquette Athletics would like to thank Direct Supply for the continued support of the Fanatics. Marquette's lead was at 14 Wisconsin, UW-Madison's had a couple of runs, and Marquette has responded to both, and the lead is at 11 with 8.29 left, and they now have seven to shoot. 
Caney will inbound along the baseline. The half outside the arc. Up top to Brown. Still show Walter. They got four to shoot. He's 20 feet away. He'll drive. He'll kick it out to Caney. Three in the corner. No good. And it's a shot clock error as the buzzer went off. The, the shot did not hit the rim. I'm not, did Caney get it off in time? It doesn't matter. I think he did, but I'm, I'm watching that dribble penetration, and it looked four like steps. four steps yes. before the pass was made. I don't. So you, you are on your officiating game today. Marquette <laughs> up 11, 8:14 left. They'll do perimeter passing. Cheatham in the lane to the basket. Shot is blocked and, that, and traveling. That they call a travel. Oh, okay. Half was there to challenge the shot by Hanif Cheatham. They call him for a travel. UW-Madison will bring it up. We have 8.05 remaining at the Kohl Center. Marquette leading 48-37. to Caney, give it to Happ. He's 30 feet away. They're a long way from the hoop. Still beyond the three-point line. Caney, pull up 17-footer. Nope. Rebound hits the ground and then pulled down or grabbed by Marquette and Luke Fisher. Caney is now 2 of 9 shooting. Hayes is 2 of 13. Marquette stays outside the arc. Wide left with it is Carter. Marquette by 11 with the ball. 7.38 left. Pass stolen away by half. Carter with another turnover. And tentative for Luke Fisher about 12 feet away. Hayes brings it up. Hayes has it outside the arc right side. A little fancy dribbling. Koenig center of the court. Now they have left of the lane. Half, half, two, three, four. Four dribbles trying to make a move. Turn, shoots, hook shot around and in. Nicely done by Ethan Half. And the clock was ticking because he got into the lane on his first dribble and started spinning and didn't get the shot off, and it was almost a three-second call. Marquette by nine, 7.05 remaining. Tracy Carter over the top for Fisher, threw his hands out of bounds. It'll go to UW-Madison. Hap fronted him. The pass went over Hap to Luke Fisher, but he lost it out of bounds, never really had complete control when we return. Marquette by nine, UW-Madison with the ball, seven minutes left. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Think about it. To play well, you have to be well. If pain is stopping you, then talk to Aurora Sports Medicine Institute about a free injury evaluation. The free screening includes a pain assessment and recommendations to get you back into your sport quickly, safely, and improve. So how many practices and games will you miss before you do something about your pain? To play well, you have to be well. Athletes know the source for sports wellness is Aurora Sports Medicine Institute, winner of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's Top Choice Award for Physical Therapy. Maybe it's hot out or maybe it's cold, but this weather's got you thinking about heading to a bar built into the Rocky Mountains where a waterfall chills countless Coors lights. You order one. It's so cold you feel like a giant eagle riding cool winds through Rocky Mountain country. Forgot about the weather, didn't you? Thanks, Coors Light. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. When you crack open a Rocky Mountain cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Slam dunking over defenders is hard, but saving money with GEICO is easy. Marquette alumni, faculty, and staff could save even more on car insurance. After the game, visit geico.com slash mydiscount or call 1-800-947-AUTO to get a free quote. Be sure to mention you're a Marquette alum because you could save even more with your special discount. When it comes to saving money, don't shoot an air ball. Contact GEICO today. GEICO, proudly helping Marquette alumni, faculty, and staff save more on car insurance. Seven minutes remaining. Marquette 48, UW Madison 39. 10 for an ID, 10 for station identification. This is U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. 
Drew Olson at 10, with Dan Needles joining at 11 every weekday morning on 540 ESPN. WAUK Jackson. Western Illinois won here at the Kohl Center because UW-Madison shot, I believe, 36%. Their last non-conference home game, UW-Milwaukee won because UW-Madison again shot about 36%. And so far in this game, they are at 32%, Marquette at 52%. But we still got a lot to go. Seven minutes left. Marquette's lead is nine as Cheatham is waiting for Koenig at midcourt. He's two of nine shooting. Nigel Hayes, two of 13. Koenig still dribbling 40 feet away. Brown outside the arc, over the top for Hap. He catches it and then has to throw it out because he's under the basket. On a drive to the basket, laying it up and in is Showalter. And Hap never left the lane. He, he posted up in there. He caught the ball in there. He passed it back out and, and never stepped outside. And the officials are not making it. We haven't had a three-second call yet, have we? I don't believe so. They don't call it much. Wilson on a drive in the lane. Fade away runner from six. No good. Rebound UW, Madison, and Brown. Marquette's lead is seven. Been as high as 14. 6.20 remaining. Koenig on a drive. Gives back outside to Showalter beyond the arc right side. Showalter dribbles now left of the lane. Kicks in the corner. Hayes, he'll try a three. Good. It is now a five-point game. Nigel Hayes has eight. Excuse me. A four-point game on the three. 48-44 Marquette. Six minutes left and a timeout hit coach Steve Wojciechowski because it is another run. This is really almost the third by UW-Madison. I believe we're going to keep it here. 7-0 run. They had a run before, but Marquette responded. Marquette led by 13. They cut it to 7, and then Marquette jumped it back up to 14. Well, from 14, it is now a 12-2 run by UW-Madison, and we still have 5.57 remaining. Marquette's lead is cut to 48-44. I think I, I think I said five, but it's actually four, as the Nigel Hayes shot from the corner was a three. And we're really dealing with two teams that are going to struggle because of their youth and inexperience to string together 40 minutes of basketball in every game all season long, and, and I think both benches can point to certain lapses or or certain stretches during the game when their team hasn't lived up to their expectations. And it'll come down to who can finish off this last 557 and execute the best and, and minimize their errors. Marquette working outside the arc. Allenson 30 feet away. Left side, it's Cheatham. Marquette by four with the ball. They dump it inside or try to, and Koenig knocked it out of bounds, way out of bounds. Marquette will inbound with 15 to shoot it. Tracy Carter is on the bench. It's Cheatham, Wilson. Cohen and the two big guys inside, Ellison and Fisher. And the inbound pass knocked away by Nigel Hayes, as it was intended for Dwayne Wilson. Marquette will inbound again. Foul line extended right. Marquette by four, 543 remaining. I think they're deciding what the shot clock should be at. Still at 14. And they are now playing. On the road as the crowd is alive, much louder than it's been the whole game. Ellison on a drive on Hap to the basket, shoots, missed it, got it back, laid it up and in. Now, Hap went down on the first collision with Ellison. The officials did nothing. No call, and I think that was the correct call to make, and credit Henry Ellison for keeping his feet underneath him 
because there was plenty of contact, but he was in a position to get his own rebound for a putback. Marquette up six, 5.23 left. Hat on a couple of dribbles, four, five, spins, and now a foul on Luke Fisher. As that'll be team foul number six on Marquette. Luke Fisher picks up his third. And mention everybody on the team other than Dwayne Wilson with two fouls for Marquette. So that's now three. UW Madison will inbound with 5.18 remaining and Marquette up 50 to 44. Hap has it outside the arc, right side up to Zito Brown. Now Showalter, they stay on the perimeter. Hayes now on a drive, baseline 10 feet away, back to the basket. Won't shoot, back out to Koenig. He passes on a three. Now dribbling, Bronson, Koenig beyond the three-point line, left side. They got 15 to shoot. Marquette up six. UW-Madison with the ball. Showalter outside right now. Hayes has it outside the arc right side. Couple of dribbles against Cohen. They've got six to shoot. Hayes, baseline, can't get the shot off. Back outside Showalter. He'll try and open 15-footer. Good. And the home crowd will stay in it as long as the Badgers keep knocking down shots. Marquette would like to string together a couple of stops and get some points at the other end. Showalter now with 10. Marquette's lead is 4. 4.35 left. The lead in the basketball. Cohen has it on the drive in the lane. He'll go to the basket. Shoots and he is fouled as Sandy Cohen will shoot a couple. I believe they got Zito Brown. There were a couple of UW-Madison players going after Cohen who made the nice spin and curl in the lane and I believe it is. The foul will be on Vito Brown and Marquette's going to go to the line and shoot two. Up by four with 4.29 left. And the foul situation for both teams. Fisher has three for Marquette. Showalter with three for the Badgers. And nobody else more than two. Cohen misses the free throw. Marquette is now five of 11 free throwing in the game. Marquette leading 50 to 46. 4.29 left. Cohen gets another free throw. Second one is good. Cohen now with seven. 51-46, 51-46, Marquette with the lead. We've got 4.27 left as Bronson Koenig brings it up to Happy's 30 feet away. Now he'll dribble on attack on Fisher. Spins, turns, shoots, and scores. He went from outside the arc on the dribble, Ethan Happ, all the way to the hoop and scored. He's got 12. Marquette's lead is three. And Happ's going to be one of those players that Marquette fans are going to look at and say, is he not graduated yet? And the guy's only a freshman. Marquette outside the three-point arc. Right side, Luke Fisher hands back to Cohen. Cohen, a couple of dribbles, still outside the arc, further out left. Wilson on a drive against Showalter, throws up a wild shot, and it goes in! Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Write that one down. That quiets the crowd significantly, because I think everybody expected that one to be a miss. That was a bad shot, bad shot, good shot. Marquette up five. 337 left, Brown. Outside the arc, left side, Hayes. He'll dump it inside half. They're working on him against Fisher. Two, three, four dribbles. Fisher with three fouls. The throw back outside to Hayes. His dribbling on a drive in the lane. Ball knocked, and it's on the floor. Who's got it? Hayes picks it up in the right corner. He'll try a three. Wow. No good. Thank you, no good. Rebound comes to Marquette and Henry Allison. Take a deep breath. I, just, I don't understand that. You get a new possession Three like on that. the shot clock. Oh, they okay. They didn't Marquette give it a didn't possession. have possession then. Nope. Okay. 3.07 remaining. Marquette up 53-48 by five. The lead in the ball. Cheatham on the standing dribble, right side. Now they dump it inside. Luke Fisher, he misses the layup. It was altered or challenged by Vito Brown. UW-Madison the rebound, Koenig in the front court. Marquette had an altered or challenged no-footer. Hayes, 12 feet away, right side. Throws it across out to Showalter. Up top, Vito Brown thinks about a 16-footer. And we're going to get a stop by the officials. And I'm not sure what they're doing. There's a timeout. 
Did a timeout? I don't know who called the timeout. I don't know how long the timeout is. And Bo Ryan, as we see the screen, doesn't look like he knew what the call timeout was. It'd have to be by Wisconsin. Marquette didn't have the ball. A TV timeout. 2.42 remaining. Marquette leading 53-48. We'll take a break. U.S. Bank coverage for Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Honey, why does the doorbell ring when I turn on the kitchen lights? I rewired that. It should work now. Uh, no. No, it doesn't. Don't rely on short-term fixes that need long-term solutions. A U.S. Bank home equity line of credit may help turn the equity in your home into lasting improvements. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dream big, or call 800-209-BANK. Home sweet normal home. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval. Mortgage and home equity products offered through U.S. Bank National Association Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC. Hi, my name is Angelique. I work for We Energies, and I'm also a customer. I plan to get the most out of my energy dollars by taking steps now to get my home ready for winter. Since windows and doors can be a big source of drafts and wasted energy, I install weather stripping around my windows. Cold air won't be getting in my house this year, and energy won't be getting out. Want to get the most out of your energy dollar? Visit WeEnergies.com today. We Energies, people you can trust, energy you can depend on. This message was paid for by the stockholders of WEC Energy Group. What if something happens to your house? What if you don't have the right amount of coverage? West Bend's home and highway policy includes a guaranteed replacement cost feature. So if your home is destroyed, we'll pay to replace it, even if the cost to do so is higher than the limits on your policy. Because your house isn't just a house, it's your home, and your home is priceless. West Bend, the worst brings out our best. Ask your independent insurance agent about getting a West Bend policy for the things you can't afford to lose. We got a game, 242 remaining. Homer and Jim McElvain in Madison. U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield Sports. Marquette leading 53-48, 242 left. And you say a wet spot was the reason the officials called timeout? Yeah, Sandy Cohen had slipped when he was trying to guard Nigel Hayes. And uh, when he got back up, I think the officials said, let's just stop and take a look at that spot because it didn't look like there was any contact that led to Sandy going down. And they obviously they want to safe playing surface for the players. Marquette leading 53-48. UW-Madison was at like 14% shooting. They're now at 41% in the second half. Overall, Marquette 52 and UW-Madison 36. They have 14 to shoot. They'll inbound. Dick Bronson Koenig 40 feet away on the dribble against Cheatham. Both teams have gone man-to-man. 236 left. Marquette up five. Caning still dribbling. Caning dribbling to the foul line. Now step back 16-footer. Bronson Caning no good. Rebound goes out of bounds, and it will go to UW-Madison as Badgers keep it. they keep keeping, or they keep getting offensive alive. Their offense alive off misses, getting the rebounds are out of bounds. Vito Brown, top of the circle. Outside the arc, left side, Caning. They get a fresh 30. We're 221 remaining. Marquette up five. Koenig still dribbling, 20 feet away left side. Stops the dribble. Gives to Nigel Hayes, 12 feet away baseline against Cohen. Back outside, Vito Brown. He'll try a 16-footer. No good. Rebound, though, Hayes. Back out, Koenig. Open three good. Game. And they have that capability. That hurt. Marquette up two. They could not get the defensive rebound. 155 left. Cheatham and Wilson beyond the three-point line, center of the court. Wide left to Cohen. Henry Ellison can't get it to him. Center of the court, Wilson. Marquette has it, 143 left, leading by two. 
Cheatham on a drive in the lane. Fade away, six-footer shot block. Hap just took it after the block and grabbed it. UW-Madison with the ball. Hayes in the front court. Hayes has it wide right outside the arc to the free throw line. Off to Brown. Open baseline jumper good. Game is tied. 125 left. Unbelievable. That's college basketball, Homer. Marquette will walk it up. Wilson has it wide right. Game is tied. 115 left. Henry Ellison on a drive, spins in the lane to the basket, shoots and scores! Oh, Henry! Marquette needed that one. The last two possessions, Marquette really didn't get the ball down below the foul line until the shot clock was on their back. That time, Henry attacked in the paint area and responded with a solid bucket. Marquette up two, 55 seconds left. Hayes has it wide right, pull up 16-footer, banked it in! Did that bank in on the wing? It did. It went in. We're tied again. We're tied, 55 all. 45 seconds left, Cheatham in the front court. Back outside, Henry Ellenson, guarded by Caney. Marquette stays on the arc now. Ellenson has it right in the lane, 12 feet away. Against Caney, Ellenson spinning. Ellenson to the basket. He lays it up, no good. Tapped up and in. Was it Luke Fisher? Luke Fisher got Marquette it. Cut by a deuce. 29 seconds to play. What a finish. Ellenson had the mismatch. He was not going to give it up, but credit Koenig for playing solid enough defense to force the miss, but weak side, Luke Fisher came in and finished it. The score, Marquette 57, UW-Madison 55. We have 27 seconds remaining. Marquette will be on defense as off the miss by Henry Ellenson. So the last two scores by Marquette, they've needed them both. Henry Ellenson with a hoop, and then off the Henry Ellenson miss, it was Luke Fisher with a tap follow. Marquette up two with 27 seconds left, and we have a timeout. Great game. Well, it's only great when you win them. It could Mar- go to overtime. It's not uncharted territory for Marquette. If that happens, it'll be the third time this season. Well, we can look at Marquette led by 14 with 11.28 left, but I don't have the numbers. I can tell you UW-Madison started making shots. They did. And at one point, they were less than 20% shooting in the second half, and now they just continue to make shots, and that that Nigel Hayes shot, he was right wing. It didn't look like he intended to bank it, or did he? I think he probably did. All right, but it's it's the offensive Doesn't matter. rebounds. It's eleven offensive rebounds yes. for the Badgers, and giving them to the maintaining possession, extra possessions. They've had fifty nine shot attempts to just forty two for Marquette, and and so much of that comes not only from the turnovers, but from the offensive rebounds, and and when you give a team essentially 17 more chances to score than you have, that puts you in a hole that's going to be hard to battle your way out of. The shot clock is off. 20 seconds left. Hayes, top of the circle against Cohen in the lane. Throws up a wild shot way off. The rebound to Showalter. He gives in the corner to Hayes. They have it with 11 seconds left. Hayes wide left outside the arc. He'll try a three. No good. Rebound to Marquette. And a foul on UW-Madison. Nigel Hayes tried the three, missed it, and with 5.6 remaining, Marquette up 57-55. And and I'll be honest, that surprised me because Hayes has been trying to find his shot. He's 4 of 18 this afternoon. It's not team foul 7. There is no bonus yet. That's team foul 6. Go ahead, Matt. There's been a lot of instances where he's had opportunities to shoot, and he's passed it up wisely to his teammates who have done a pretty good job. That time he tried to take the team on his shoulders and, and took that three-point shot. And, and I would key. I would says. And he he's, he's their best need, offensive he rebounder. He doesn't need a three. Yeah. 
So we have a timeout, 5.6 remaining. Everybody walked the length of the floor thinking it was team foul seven, it was team foul six. So Marquette will inbound against full court pressure with 5.6 remaining. And now it's inbound and play keep away as long as you can, Mac, and get the clock as low as possible before the anticipated UW-Madison foul. And you want to look at your foul shooters and, and who are the guys that you want to have fouled and even though I think Dwayne Wilson's... You mean today or for the no, season? No, for Marquette, for the season. I know, because for today... Well, Dwayne Wilson's shooting 61% on the season, and he's not doing a great job today from the foul line. But right. I think he's a better foul shooter Cohen, than those numbers Cohen, 71%. Yeah, Fisher, 67. Ellison, Cheatham, 77. They got a number of guys. We'll see. Marquette will inbound. Henry Ellison to inbound against full court pressure. 5.6 left, Marquette up two. They inbound to Cheatham. Cheatham is fouled as he got the inbound, fouled by Bronson Koenig. And I was hoping Cheatham could spin by and avoid the foul and run some more time off the clock. So it's at 4.8 remaining. Marquette freshman, Hanif Haney Cheatham. 77% on the season. He'll get the one and one. Marquette by two, 4.8 remaining. It's 57-55. Cheatham at the line. First free throw is no good. Rebound knocked down. Marquette has it. They have it in midcourt with two seconds left. 1.7 left and a foul. And the ball came out so hard that I believe it was Luke Fisher who got it off the miss. Luke Fisher got it near the foul line and then good head on his shoulders. He quickly passed it out to a Marquette player who was out near midcourt and they just played keep away. And the guy you mentioned. Yeah. We're going to get Dwayne Wilson. The Hanif Cheatham free throw was online a little long, hit off the back of the rim, came out, and do we have a timeout, or is that, I'm not sure, one point, I think 1.7 remaining. Oh, they're checking the video to see how much time should be left. So the officials have stopped play. Both teams have huddled around their respective coaches. 1.7 remaining. Marquette leading Wisconsin, 57-55. And when we resume, it'll be one and one for Dwayne Wilson. What did we have? 4.6 when Cheatham was fouled. He missed the front end of the one and one. So with 1.7 remaining, Marquette will have Dwayne Wilson, 62% free thrower. So far in the game. All right, so do I jinx it by mentioning how... Well, they were it's, 6 of 12, it, and they missed. It's, it's not just a, a jinx, fact. it's your job. Yeah, well, you no, you can't it. jinx it. They haven't made any yeah. to this point. I can't make it worse than it already is. Homer and Jim McElvain with you at the Cole Center. Marquette looking for their seventh win in a row as the officials continue at the scorer's table to decide how much time should be left. And it would have been great if Marquette could have just stayed keep away and run out the clock. Well, they got from 4.6 down to 1.7 or we think 1.7, we'll see what the officials decide. And it has not been a foul shooting clinic today no. by either one of these teams. <laughs> and think of this, uh, 13 free throw attempts for Marquette, UW-Madison with four. And, I, and I wonder if there's one. ever been a game where they have shot under Bo Ryan so few free throws. We're seeing it, uh, and Sandy Cohen, who had the ball and passed it, he could have just dribbled away from people yeah. and maybe got it down. But they're still looking at 1.7, and uh, the officials continue as... It's a game of tenths, Homer. 
at the line. Now, I was wrong. It's not Dwayne Wilson. I thought the foul was on uh, uh, on Dwayne Wilson. I'm clearly wrong. All I, you know is Sandy <laughs> Cohen is at the line. I don't know that you are clearly wrong. I thought he passed the yeah. ball off. But maybe they called they it called on the on. pass. Well, then maybe. he was All right, Sandy Cohen at the line. Marquette up. There's 2.6 2. 6. left. Marquette up two. Cohen at the line. Free throw is... Rams no good. Rebound comes to Madison. And the ball nearly stolen the backcourt. It goes out of bounds. And with .5 left, UW-Madison's going to have to go three-quarters of the length of the court. Was it Cheatham that knocked it out? No, Sandy Cohen got it. All right, after the miss. Inbounding will be Hap. Marquette up two, .5 left. That was Cheatham that got it. .5 left in the backcourt. Half to inbound. It's enough time for a catch Throws over shoot. the top. Throws it wildly. Goes out of, bounds. It out of bounds. Out of bounds. No one touched it for UW-Madison. Marquette should get the ball. Back at the same spot. At the same spot yep. with .5 left. I want to say and it's over. Did somebody pull a fire alarm in the building? What's going on? Homer. Game's not over. Why are all these people in red leaving? Henry Allen says, I'm just going to throw it up in the air. I don't think so. I would agree, though. It might. Ellenson to inbound, throws up for Luke Fisher. It's grabbed, and there it is. It's over. You hear the buzzer. And for the first time in the history of the Bo Ryan tenure at UW-Madison, they have lost back-to-back non-conference games at the Kohl Center. They've never lost three in a season at the Kohl Center. Until now. Yeah. Western Illinois, UW-Milwaukee, and now Marquette. What a weird finish. A great weird finish. Marquette finished two front end of one and ones, missed them both, still held on with a couple of great plays off the missed free throws. The final, Marquette over UW-Madison, 57-55. Stay tuned for the postgame show. Steve Wojciechowski will be here with his thoughts on the game. Win seven in a row for Marquette. They're now 8-2. and two. You're listening to U.S. Bank coverage of Marquette basketball on the Marquette Sports Network from Learfield Sports.